Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Thanks for being a part of the Season of Sons. This podcast series we are launching out over the month of December based upon Isaiah 9-6 that says, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Jesus came as a baby, but he did not remain as a baby. He grew in wisdom and stature and became the son who did not withhold anything from the Father. You see, babies can't do much, but sons can change the world. Step into this series with me over the month of December, and I hope that you will choose to become a maturing son to the Father. If ever the world needs to see sons who know their Father and love Him, it is now. So let's jump in together. Thanks so much for being a part of this series. All right, everybody, it's so great to be together again here on Tent Talk. How glad am I that I get to surprise you with my great friend, Colby Hill, who is about to be the lead pastor at the Remnant Church in LaGrange, Texas. Hey, Colby. What's up, Nancy? (laughs) How are you doing? I am doing great. I am so glad that you were willing to hop on kind of at last minute and uh, be Kind of not just my visual aid since we're recording, you know, nobody can actually see us. So what does that make us? The audio aid, okay, (laughs) is that I get to actually share you with my Tent Talk uh, people and uh, that you're going to be able to share what it is to be a son in development, in maturing as we are in this series called Tis the Season of Sons, based on Isaiah 9-6, that says, Unto us a child was born, but a son was given. Mm. So you and I, together, we've been working together, knowing each other for a few years, and uh, I think without reserve, I could definitely say that I've had the privilege of watching you Uh, moving through the phases of sonship. Do you think you've been growing over the last few years? You know, I think I definitely have grown (laughs) over the last few years, and it is in no small part to to you and your ministry, uh, to me personally, to Rachel and I, my wife and I, and uh, to our church. It's just been phenomenal. And I am honored to be on Tent Talk uh, podcast. I love it. I love it. So we're sitting out here right now in what is called Narnia. Yes, it's a magical place. <laughs> it's a wonderful place. And so this is where you and Rachel live. You have this great property. We're looking at the donkeys. We might hear a rooster. Oh, there sure. are cats at the door. <laughs> so we don't even apologize for all of that because we love living under the big tent of God's presence. And uh, this is where real life is happening. We're in his presence and he is feeding us. And this is what causes us to be able to grow. And I know last time I shared about what it means to be deeply nurtured as a nepios, as a babe, but that if we really get truly uh, nurtured by God, it causes us to begin to actually grow and have mm-hmm. a real hunger for what God is doing. But as you and I both know, if you miss out on yeah. seasons of nurture 
and you go straight to work, sometimes what can happen is gifting grows, but not necessarily you as a person. Oh, it's so good. You know, it's a really, I think it's it's a really big part of my uh, process with God and, and, you know, my story of, of my, my journey with Him. Yes. And, uh, you know, I got born again, radically born again. Uh, I was a week before my 19th birthday. Mm. And I gave my heart to Jesus, and it was so incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, just this life—I ch- mean, life-changing. It's almost like that's not good enough. I mean, my <laughs> life was transformed. Like it's an understatement, it, yeah, very much so. And and so, but it, you know, it wasn't long into uh, being born again that uh, that I discovered some gifting, mm-hmm. and you know, discovered some uh, some things that uh, impressed people. Mm. And, and, and I'm telling you, uh, I latched on to that, uh, performance, uh, just right away. And, and, you know, if, if I could get somebody to, to get on their feet, if I could get somebody mm-hmm. to shout, if I mm-hmm. could, uh, you know, get somebody to clap their hands or get somebody down to an altar, uh, because my, the, the gifting that I discovered was that I could communicate from a pulpit wow. and even at a, at a young age. And so, uh, but so that was seen by people, and, and I'm not trying to. This, this isn't anybody. This is my flesh. Yes. That that approval and right. that that I see it now. You know, and <laughs> it, it was just like, wow. You know, this is amazing. You know, that somebody would clap because you know I preached a word or I did something, and and so I I was uh, went right to work for God, <laughs> and uh, I went to Bible school for a couple of years and, and got out of Bible school and. And I just, you know, I was hand to the plow. Let's go. Let's do That's this. Right. I've got a gifting. I've got a calling. Mm-hmm. I've got an anointing and you know, all the things. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, I went straight to work and, and through that process, which it was m- many years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like 16 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, God used me in great ways. It was yes. just phenomenal. Because there uh, is real gifting. Th- 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 it, was, it was. There is real calling. Yes, for yes. sure. But, you know, eventually I got to this place to where uh, hand claps weren't doing it for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the res- the result-driven ministry, uh, it wasn't doing it for me. And I-, I-, I didn't know that this is what was happening. But God and His goodness and His sovereignty and His mm-hmm. timing, he's, he-, he just brought me to this place to where uh, really, it's just maturity. That's you know, right. hey, Colby, this, this isn't going to be what takes you. Uh, you know, with further, you know, into into this life, his life that he's called us to, and and so I, I got to a really frustrated part of my life, and that's enter Nancy McCrady. <laughs> uh, and so, just so grateful that you introduced me to this message and to this part of God that was just mm-hmm. it was the nurturing exactly part of God. Right. And even though I'm 16 years mm-hmm. forward in my faith. Mm-hmm. I had bypassed this nurturing phase that's yes. just being loved and nurtured and cared mm. for by God. And, and so uh, doing it in my own strength, in my own mm. way, you know. Uh, real on, and sincere. Real Very and sincere. Very sincere. That's right. No, no, no. I, I wasn't, I was not trying to hoodwink anybody. That's I right. was not lying to anybody. This was <laughs> the genuine. scamming anybody. No, I, I mean, and, and it really was just this, um, process that God and his, I mean, I'm telling you, if you, you know my story, but if <laughs> I'm talking to you that are listening right now, if you knew the sovereignty, mm. the timing of God, 
in all this to where, mm-hmm. I mean, this is four years ago. Yes. And, and I entered into a season of, well, first of all, I wanted to give up. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm checking out. I'm out That's of here. Right. I'm done because the hand claps mm-hmm. are uh, not doing it for me right. anymore. Um, nobody's impressed with my gifting anymore. Everybody's seen the movie, like they're moved, they've moved on to other, other stuff. And so, uh, but to truly enter in, instead of quitting, you know, I, I, through another sovereign divine connection, I wound up in mentoring. You were my mentor and, uh, and really just kind of went through this nurturing process with God. And so I think it's so cool that, even though I'm 16 years down the road, God doesn't just say, well, you know what, Colby, you can, you, you can preach, you can do, you know, you can work in ministry. Um, you know, you're useful to me now. No, he wanted me. That's exactly right. He, he mm-hmm. wanted me. And so <laughs> I was able to enter into this season of truly being nurtured by him. That's right. Um, and, you know, for, for a minute, I was like, man, I wish I would have done that at, and, and of course, you know, that would have been great. You mean if it had uh, been done sequentially? Yes. If, if I would have been done right born as you were again, born again. Been nurtured by God. But I think that there had to be this uh, time of me finding out that it could not be done by me. Mm-hmm. You know, that, well, and that's when we see that God is really going to use everything. Mm-hmm. To I mean, many times people will say, why didn't I know this before? Well, you might have known it and you wouldn't have recognized it. You wouldn't have seen your need for it. So even now we can see even all of that time where gifting was fueling and, and the work was fueling so many things, the applause of people, the approval, the attention. We talked about yeah. this, you know, on the last episode I talked about it, you and I were talking about it earlier before we began recording about you and I both were, we, we received a lot of nurture from the externals, oh my goodness. from people saying, you're doing a great job. Look how far you've come. It's amazing what God, and you're like, yes, yes, isn't it? Aren't I amazing? Well, you know, people, <laughs> the, the thing that used to juice me was when people would say, wow, you're so wise beyond your years. You're, you're so, you know, and it, man, I would, it would just jack me And then up. God introduces you to like, uh, here is your stupid season, right? Here's how little you know of me. Yes. Not that you don't know things. I mean, because we know things. We know how to work the room. Yes. We do know how to preach. We know how to move in our gift. We've been productive. We were sincere. We were real. But what is God after? He never, like, like never, yeah. never does he change. He's like, son, come closer to me. Oh, it's so good. And so that is what we miss. That's where we weren't wise mm-hmm. was you know, it says of Jesus in Luke 2, I believe, it says that he grew in wisdom and stature with God and with man. So it is to be with both. But we were way over on the man side, right? Yeah. We're growing in wisdom and stature with man. And God says, but you've missed growing in wisdom and stature with me. Jesus was with the Father. And so I talked last time about, hold that thought, I'm hold that it. thought. About I talked about how Jesus didn't take any self-indulgent shortcuts. Mm. Therefore, he was continuously growing from the Nepios to the Padion to Technon all through those phases of sonship. Why? Because it was going to require a weos, a fully mature mm. son, to complete the salvation of the world, just like it's going to take weoses for us to complete our yes. life here with him, our walk, our assignment, whatever all that means. 
So anyway, jump in. Come well, on. I mean, it's <laughs> if if Jesus couldn't take any shortcuts, mm, come and, on. And, and we're sons after That's the pattern right. of. That's right. I mean, this is he's That's the prototype right. son, That's right? right? I love that. And and so <laughs> if he couldn't take any shortcuts, then then it's his it's his goodness towards us that That's doesn't right. allow he 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 was not going to allow me to uh, take any shortcuts. Right. I, I I remember uh, we were in a conversation, you know, a few years ago. And this was during my mentoring process. And, uh, you know, you were talking about how sin is missing the mark. Mm -hmm. And then you said, we were in a, I've heard you preach this Mm -hmm. since then, Mm -hmm. but we were in a one-on-one setting and, and you asked me, you were like, well, well, what did we miss? And I was like, well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask questions that you know the answer to. And I don't. So but then you said we missed him and it was just like, boom, you know, right. and how good of God mm. to not allow me to continue on right. without maturing me to the place to where I realized what I had missed wasn't just, you know, bad behavior mm-hmm. and, you know, all the stuff like I'd missed him. That's right. And I was still missing him That's and right. he wouldn't allow it. That's right. Uh, That's right. So, He's like, son, uh, I'm not going to work you. Mm. And you not know me. Because there is much work to come. How much? Would you agree? You and I have been talking today. There is massive work that is coming. But I think you and I both would say we're looking into it in a much uh, different way. Mm. Because we really are. And this isn't just like a clever, you know, trying to be, you know, have a slogan. But I mean, we really are about the work of our Father. Yeah. And that has taken quite a work in us. To bring us to the place where we're not looking at the pressure of that or looking at the stress of that, but looking at the privilege of that, mm. looking at what, what really goes with that. And really, the only reason to go forward is because, well, that's where he's going. That's right. And that's where we want to be, right? That's the new, <laughs> new motivation. Because I remember when I found yes. out, like, oh, okay, the whole point is him. <laughs> well, there was this, like, it was not God, but there was this, like, because my flesh just wanted to flip. So it was like, oh, sweet. Well, if it's just about him, then I don't have to do any. I don't have to preach, and I don't have to. That's and then, uh, you know, it was just like God spoke to me. And this is a part of my own maturity, mm-hmm. you know. And he was like, well, now you're not preaching because it serves you. Mm-hmm. You're preaching because it's what I want. That's right. Which I don't know if that makes any sense yeah. to the people Go. listening. Yeah. But, like, the motivation just shifted. You That's know, it's right. like, oh, I'm going to do That's this right. because it's what he wants. Mm. Not because it's. It's filling mm. my tank. Right, and know. I get to be with him. Mm. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, Jesus, again, didn't take any, you know, shortcuts. But when, you know, people say things like, and you know, we as preachers and pastors and teachers will say things like, you know, it's not about you, it's about others, you know. Well, I, I've given some thought to that because that can cause you to, like, martyr yourself and, like, be in a corner. That's right. It's not about me. And so mm. you try to put yourself on the back burner again and again, which is a shortcut, which is it, it causes a lack of development, is, wait a minute, the Father took care of Jesus. That's why Jesus didn't have to be worried about himself. Mm-hmm. That's how Jesus could be about the Father and others. Why? Because the Father had so tended to Jesus. Jesus was full. He was a ripe son, as they would say. His need was truly met. So Jesus wasn't trying to martyr himself. Mm -hmm. Oh, I shouldn't think about me. 
You know, it's like, no, no, hold up. My father thinks about me so much. I am so full. He is so tended to me. And, you know, being nurtured and bonded. I'm going to talk about that, I think, on the next episode. But this is so key at, at every phase of our growing up and our maturing is we don't have to martyr ourselves. We really can be about him and others. Why? Because he is tending to us so deeply. And he made sure that you did not miss any phase because you may have gone 16 years and then all of a sudden you realize he is about to walk me into him. He's about to bring me to him to where he's going to be able to nurture me in ways that I missed because I, you know, took off so powerfully in my gifting Mm. and worked for him. That's right. But not with him. So what do you think about the fact that he made sure in these last four years that you and he came to this place because you're on the precipice of quite a future. So talk about how he brought you, you know, back in and what you think about that, how he didn't let you miss him. Again. <laughs> well, I mean, had had I missed him again, we wouldn't be having mm, this conversation. Um, you know, I just, you mentioned, you know, at the beginning that uh, Rachel and I are about to, uh, in less than two months, we're going to be, the tra- church is transitioning and we're yes. going to be uh, the new lead pastors. You've been the associate pastors. We've been the associate pastors for... Uh, I said 16, 16, for 16 years, we've been the associate pastors. Yes, right. Not um, saved 16 years. You've saved. been the associate pastors for so 16 So I was saved years. four years, and then somebody mm-hmm. started calling me pastor, which that didn't, well, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not trying to make myself a victim, but, but I'm telling you, I grabbed a hold of that, like. Oh, uh, I know. So I anyways. Know. Suddenly I'm significant. Yes, yes, that was yes, very yes. Important. So, yes. Uh, but to see how, you know, he didn't allow me to miss these developmental Markers, you know, I've heard you mm-hmm. talk about that, and right. and and this this deep nurturing, this care that came from him, and stepping into this. I mean, now being where I am, stepping in, about to step into this new season, uh, there's no way uh, that that I would have been uh, ready. If, I, I wouldn't even have been able to go through the process to get to this point mm-hmm. of right. of transition, and I That's know right. that uh, that there would have been no no way that uh, I would have been able to handle. And, and I, I realize the jury's still out, but I think God in his goodness <laughs> and his grace, it will uh, sustain us because yes. I, I know this is a journey and I don't want this to come across like we've arrived at some place. But, uh, but you have moved from one phase moved. of development into That's another right. because if you're really being nurtured by God, it grows you up yes. and everything in you then begins to grow up. Yes. Yes. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. So, you know, I I mean, I've, there's just no doubt in my mind. I don't know how to say it is that, that there's no way. And that's why I'm saying it's so sovereign and, and his timing is unbelievable. Uh, the way all this unfolded, because this is all his plan and this yes. is what he wanted. Um, you know, I mean, I, I literally couldn't even have a, a private conversation. Mm. You know, I, I struggled. Uh, I was very publicly bold, um, but privately privately and inwardly, I was, you know, in a really deep struggle. And there's no way that uh, I could have walked into 
to the up to this point or to, you know into this next season uh without knowing him yes. in, in this really uh deep and intimate way and, and having allowed him to care for uh, for me in this uh this incredible way that I've allowed him to for the last few yeah, years. Yeah, I think this is very very key cuz sometimes we overcomplicate it and it's quite simple in that what what happened was you allowed him to speak to you and enter you into something even though I had the privilege of, you know, being a mentor and and walking with you. All, I mean, we both are very clear that it was it was it was just simply a way of facilitating what God wanted to have with you and to mm-hmm. do in you. But I think a key that is missed oftentimes is that you didn't have to perform and you didn't produce it, but the intensity with which you responded to him mm-hmm. in this is very key because God is ever present, always willing, ready. But the intensity of our response to him, you know, I was taught that it's my personal response to God that brings the change because I have to respond to him because he means to have this real relationship, this reciprocal relationship. So, I mean, I don't know if, if just on the spot, you can think of even this, maybe just one thing that people can take away that what it, what you had to cross over or get over or how you would say that to respond to him in the way that you did. You know, you went from not even knowing that this was necessary or, or any of that. And literally he just, within a very short period of time, you were awakened to your need for Mm -hmm. it. You saw his provision for it. And then you responded and you gave him time to do that. Well, I think that's one of the big keys. I think, for me, it's, it's, uh, you know, whenever I saw it, I, 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 at first it was almost like, this is too much, mm. you know, I'm, I'm, I've, I'm too far off the mark mm. here. I've, you know, and, and shame tries to come in. That's right. But, you know, I, I just, I stayed with mm. him in the truth that he was uh, revealing mm. to me. And, uh, and then I gave it time. And, and I think time was, uh, because I mean, you know, my mentoring process, uh, ended, but it continued on. Yes. Um, you know, there's been so Well, there much. was such a foundational work. Part yes. of what I do is there's the foundational mentoring, but then there comes a point where we exit that mm-hmm. and then people get to decide if they want to stay engaged to where it becomes more, not as structured, but more lifestyle. Yes. You know, we're, we're relational. And because discipleship is very relational and, and, and moves forward in that. I think something you said I'd like to go back to, if there was one hurdle that you could, that you, that you could speak to, and I, you mentioned it, is the shame and regret mm. of how did I not know this? How did I go that long? How could this be? How did I not hear? It you, was it just, incessant. You, yeah, I yeah. mean, it was literally having to, and, and you, you know, the, the, the scripture that, because I would get out of a mentoring session and I had a one hour drive home and the entire drive home, I would just, uh, the enemy just, I mean, I mean, shame, shame was so massive, um, you know, but to see how this new way of living was, well, how did Jesus 
Like, like the life that I've received, how did, how did that life, how does it, in Jesus, it says he despised the shame and he moved on with the mm-hmm. father. And so uh, just that, that just was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to, it was a conscious, like the Colby Hill, the one created in Christ, in love mm-hmm. before the foundations of the earth, that, that, that Colby is not going to walk in shame any longer, right. but I'm going to walk the way Jesus walked. That's I'm correct. going to allow him to live that out in me. That's right. And, and, uh, but shame was because I couldn't believe it. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I could not believe that. Uh, I mean, we could do a whole, I could, I mean, <laughs> I could literally go off. I mean, I was, I could go off. Uh, I love it. I just, I could not believe that I was a herald of the gospel. Mm. And had missed this, mm. that I miss him. Yeah. And yeah. and the amount of shame, but it, the shame wasn't from him. He was thrilled. Mm. That's I mean, right. he was so thrilled he was that the I was one making yes. you aware. That's yes. Correct. But, uh, but you know, that just that, that lie that comes and says, yes. you know, you just need to, you know, mm-hmm. pack up and crawl in a hole and don't That's ever right. come out. That's right. Yeah. Because what can also sometimes happen with people who are achievers, who are doing something in the ministry or whatever the case may be is pride, shame and pride. Of course, it all comes mm-hmm. out of the same root of self. The pride is, is you know, I'm not going to yield. I mean, that is an option to just be at the place like, look, forget it. Just I'm just going to keep moving in my gifting. Yep. I'm going to keep, you know, in my hidden sin or whatever the case may be. But the breaking that God allows, the breaking when the cross begins, this, the power of what Jesus has done comes for you. And it's breaking and you feel like you're like what I call thrashing about, mm-hmm. you know, but there is a breaking towards him. Like if you're, if you're moving along and then there's a fork in the road, you either break to the right or you break to the left. And when you break towards the spirit, there is this place of like, how, how could I have not yeah. seen this? And we don't want to allow that to shame us. But there is a good answer to it, which is like flesh is very thick Mm. and quite resistant to God in its good, in its I am doing so well. Mm. And you and I've talked about this. I've preached about this, you know, breaking the voodoo and the whole thing off, which is that this literal spell that's like we're under, that the power of the cross has to come and awaken us. It's like, what have I been doing? How many pastors and leaders have I talked with that when they hear this message, they begin to walk this way. Literally, they're just like, how did I not? I've preached this, but I did not know this, (laughs) you know, and you and I've both been there in our own particular ways. And somebody might be listening today that is at that place that says, I have been a Christian for 10 years, 15 years, 25 years. I have known the word. And I'm like, but we have not known him. And he is not going to work us like workhorses. Mm-hmm. He wants sons who know the love that he has for them. You know, the the what that makes me think of is, and, and what I felt like in that season of my life, is I really identified with the prodigal son, you know, who, who when he comes back to the father, uh, he says, and, and I'll never forget when I when mm. I read it, when I saw the mm. word, it was just like because I was him, mm. and 
So, so the prodigal son comes back to the father and he's got this whole speech planned for him. And he says, you know, I'm just let me come mm. back to your house and I'll be like one of your servants. Mm. And, and I saw that word servant and, uh, you know, just the, the way the father responds to the son, it's, it's so incredible because he turns around and he hollers, hey, guys, my son, <laughs> son is, is home. home. This, this, this is That's not right. my servant. He, he's not going to come be a workhorse. You know, I'm not going to just let him hang around and do a few chores. Get the scraps, yeah. But yeah. he is my son. And, and that was, you know, the father telling me, you know, Colby, I'm, you know, you're, you're not a workhorse for me. And right. uh, he desires this. And you're not put out to pastures. No. So you'll never be worthy of doing anything no. either. You are my right. Son, that's right, and that's what I want, and uh, that's what I'm inviting you into mm. is this life of sonship yeah. with me. And so, uh, you know, that it's just the, the progression of maturity in my life and the goodness of God, and not allowing me to miss any of uh, of what I needed, you know, that's to right. get me through. That's right. Uh, to, that is so true because as we're coming you know, to the close of our time together today. Now here we see the brilliance of God is that now, because he has brought you to himself, he has been nurturing you in a different way. Mm -hmm. That's fitting to where you were. But now the deepening of his nurture to you, it's really now because there are other depths to go to. Yes. And the moving together of that oneness in abiding, that there's a depth of nurture that now becomes consistent, ongoing, never stopping. I don't Mm -hmm. have to come off the breast of God in any way. I don't have to come away from the meat of his table at any time. And we now have been fed food. You know, Jesus would say to his disciples, you know, guys, I've got food to eat. Y'all don't know anything about. Well, Mm. eventually they did because they, like us, stepped onto this way of sonship and they began to be fed by the Holy Spirit and their lives are what we read of in the scripture, but it's the same with us today. It's not, oh, that was then. And no, no, it's the same today. It's not just, oh, let's have leadership principles. Let's this, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, the life of my father is the only thing that's going to get me ready. The life of the son and the nurture of the father to that life is the only thing that's really going to get us ready mm-hmm. for this great future that's right. that we have with him. So um, so let's just close out by talking just a, a, a bit about how that has prepared you for now where you are. doesn't mean you know everything about the future, yes. right? Right? As you said earlier, the jury's still out. I mean, who knows, right? But no, we know him. And our confidence in him is growing so strong. But where are you at? What would you say maybe is one major thing that all that nurture now that he's taken you back around, no shortcuts, no deficiency in that development. And now, but now he's bringing you to the precipice of where you are about to step in to be not just a lead pastor, but what I was told years ago by God is that he was going to connect me with all these lead sons Mm -hmm. in different nations, different places that he had chosen for such a time. And these lead sons would be the ones who would go into 
really some some pretty wild times that that are ahead of us. So what do you sense is that how he so prepared you um, and maybe how that's serving you in this kind of transition where you're in the few months, you see it, you've prepared for it, but it's not fully yours, but it's about to be that kind of thing. What, what would you say? I just think all the, you know, all the triggers and the, all the thing that, things that are mm-hmm. being uh, set off in me, um, you know, it's just, there's this, this, this having learned this abiding life, mm-hmm. this like, uh, you know, there's not seven principles that were going to get me through this season. <laughs> That's right. You know, there's not, there wasn't a book that anybody wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read them. Yes. And, yes. You know, there, it, it's literally this abiding oneness with mm-hmm. the Father. Mm-hmm. And it's step by step. It's day by day. And uh, and just knowing that uh, that he's good. Yes. And uh, which that's a, you it's know, huge. a giant revelation <laughs> for me. It's um, you know, it's because yeah, he has dealt with controversies that you had with oh my him, goodness. things that were going on that could be, like you said, a whole nother podcast. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is this has not just been, oh, I see the Lord. He is awesome. And then suddenly we were there. I mean, he's really brought you through several specifics. So, so, so much. But, you know, just uh, this abiding and staying with him. But also at the same time, there's this this burning mm-hmm. on the inside mm-hmm. of me to know that what's happened in me isn't supposed to just stay in me, but that, that this is a life that he's calling me to pass on. Mm. Uh, and it's going to be in a radical way to the remnant church. It's going to mm. be in a radical way to uh, our, our community and, uh, and, and beyond. And yes. Let so, me say, so, let me say, and uh, I believe beyond. So I, you know, I, I know that there's, there's some things that he's done in me and doing in me that, that, uh, at, at some point, uh, he's going to allow me to release those those things, and That's you know, right. and 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 I just think it's going to be like a a, a time release implosion right. of of you know some strongholds, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, in in our ch- our church, our community, you know, and and uh, it's it's just going to be really powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm really uh, I'm excited about it, and um, but not excited in a giddy. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, just expect it to exactly see right. yeah. God get what God wants. That's right. That's so. right. It's really going to happen, and it's going to happen through sons. Yes. I mean, because that's what the Father wants. That's not us making much of ourselves. That's just finally, if you will, bowing to him and saying, Father, we will be to you who you've yeah. called us to be. And imagine a house full of sons being discipled. And I'm sure you have imagined yes. it, you know, and, 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 and then being sent out into life and culture, wherever God assigns, you know, because I just, you know, I, I, I'm careful about saying this, and I don't mean to be glib, but it's like church as we have known it, mm-hmm. not just in one place, I'm talking about like all over, is it's getting ready. It's just, you know, radically transforming. And yet, I'm not totally sure what does that look like, you know? It's just like, it's kind of like, I know what's done, but I'm watching for what's emerging Mm -hmm. and really seeing that. And I think as someone who's witnessed your your, your maturing and growth um, is that there there is such a sense of of truly letting him uh, set the pace and the rhythm, 
that there's not an impulse. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes the yes. gifted and the immature are impulsive. Mm -hmm. And what I'm seeing is that wisdom of just, you know what? We know he we know he's leading, we know he's taking us there, and I don't have to jump ahead. I don't have to make things happen, you know, is that it's unfolding as you go. And so I think that's a part of to me is that harness. Yes strength which is you know the patience uh and and the willingness to let it be what god has done and yet boldly you know taking steps that maybe before mm -hmm. you would never have taken like That's you right. said i could preach but privately i wasn't willing to do certain things yeah. have conversations that kind of thing well you have been but those have been in the timing of god the purposes of god and so to me it's just I think we're both in awe because we're here trying to do this podcast and talk about all this. And then we're just like, God is so awesome because he has done this. Yeah. Who could have laid this out, mapped this out? That's Nobody. Right. But we stay with him. And, and, he and, does and I believe that I'm not the only one that God wants to That's do this exactly for. I know he's done it right. in your life. And, and I know that those that are listening, uh, he's he's... He wants to do it That's in every single. He wants to care so deeply for us, and he wants all That's of right. us to get to that place to right. where, um, where he's the goal. That's right, and to where uh, he gets what he wants. That's right, and that we don't have to let shame mm. nor regret. No matter no matter who is listening today, I don't care if you're seventy plus years of age and you're hearing this and you're thinking, "Oh, so much wasted time." Like, no, no. It is, now's the time. Right. Strike right now. If you're 25 and you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I didn't even know, I didn't even know the Father wanted to nurture me. All mm -hmm. I've heard is that God wants me to serve at church and be a volunteer and I need to get in and all that. Well, yes, there's always work. Mm -hmm. But again, God's order is nurture and grow mature and the work follows. That's right. And so no matter what age someone is, no matter what season of life you guys are finding yourself in, Colby and I are sitting here looking at each other, knowing how much we want to pass this life on yes. to others and see it really happen in the specifics of everyday life, the same way it did for Jesus mm -hmm. in the specifics of his everyday life. So Colby, I know that we've got to close out this time, but thank you so much for sharing the specifics, being willing to be transparent, being willing to just say, hey, this is how it, this is how it unfolded, and this is how it continues to unfold, um, and, and being willing to say, you know, I want to see others share in yes. this life. So just say your one last parting thing that you want to say. And then we'll close out. Well, it's definitely been my honor to uh, to be on the podcast, and in, in my heart and my prayer is that uh, that that j just as God did that in my life, you know, is that you would you would seek Him and allow Him to uh, to bring you to that new place of maturity right. and that 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 deeper place of oneness with Him. That's right. Yeah, it's time for us to mature wherever. You have been at, it's time to go forward with him. So I hope that as a part of that, that you'll go and maybe join my free Facebook group, The Producer's Way, where we're getting ready to give you lots of opportunity to be able to tap into things that will help you see where you're at and see where you're growing and to be able to 
you know, join me there on the producer's way. I also hope that you'll go and check out everything at nancymccrady.com and that you will maybe check out Colby's podcast. So tell them how they can get to where they can hear you more often without me interrupting you all the time. Well, there you go. No, I, I, I love it whenever you interrupt me. And we are going to have you on my podcast. It's called The Big Life Podcast, and you can go check it out. Um, anywhere that there's podcasts, I think. So I would right. love for you to listen. That'd be awesome. All right. So everybody, thank you for being with us today. I look forward to our next time together here on Tent Talk. Thank you, Colby Hill. Thanks, Pastor Nancy. If you'd like information on how to put Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.